Learning a new language is a tremendously difficult undertaking. If anyone, if you've learned a, a different language than your native language, um, you know this, right? But the reality is babies also, it takes a long time for them to learn their language. The effects of babble still plague us. And even when we've mastered a language, for the most part, we often find ourselves confused and not understanding what someone is saying to us. We've all had that experience in our native language where someone says something and, you're, and they, they, it's an intelligible word, right? But you don't understand what they're saying. To learn a language, we have to learn words. We have to learn uh, what words mean what, Right? Words at their heart are signs. They're signs that convey meaning. They refer to some concept or some form that we can know. And then we have to learn how to put those words together in the correct syntax. We have to be able to take two words and put them into a sentence. It's really funny when little kids learn to do this, right? Right? They pick up the words, maybe no, <laughs> yes, more. Simple words at first, and then they start putting them in to, uh, into sentences. We have to learn how to use patterns of words to convey meaning, to get what we desire. My little nieces and nephews, um, my brothers and sisters-in-law often say, um, do you want more of that? Will you ask nicely? And then they go, um, can I have some more please? Right? And they learn that that's a way of expressing themselves and their desires. Brothers and sisters, I'm struck by this, though, in watching my nieces and nephews in particular as they've acquired language as little children. We have to be spoken to first before we can speak. Our first language and any subsequent language that we might learn, we have to learn first to understand and then to imitate the words that we hear. Understanding precedes speaking. It's marvelous to see a child do this. It's the natural course of things. And you and I, every adult naturally kind of helps children along in learning how to speak the language properly by interpreting what they say on their level. We use different speech with children so that they will understand and keep growing into being able to really master the language that they're speaking. It's interesting to me that once we become competent in a language, we can interpret what someone else is saying in that language even if they make a mistake. We can verify our intuition. We have intuitions about what they're trying to say even if we don't understand exactly what they're saying. Brothers and sisters, in the beginning was the Word. In the beginning 
was the Word, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came to be through Him, and without Him not one thing came to be which was. God speaks, and the one Word that He speaks contains all of that which He is. From all eternity the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Through Him all things came into being. Through His Word and out of His great goodness, everything we see, everything we are, everything we know, came into being. This means that all creation, so to speak, speaks to us of the Creator. God is speaking to us. Things visible and invisible, we say in the creed. The prophets, the law, in in, in a sense, all things are the voice he uses to reveal himself. This is what the letter to the Hebrews speaks of today. In times past, God spoke in partial and various ways to our ancestors through the prophets. God uses every means to prepare us to hear His Word, to prepare us to receive His self-revelation. He speaks in our language. Like a good parent, He speaks on our level. He doesn't force us to come up to His level before we're ready. He comes and speaks and says, this is the way. He uses the means by which we will understand. And without losing his divinity, he condescends to speak according to how we, with our fallen nature wounded by sin, will be able to understand. When the word becomes flesh, the mystery that we celebrate today, brothers and sisters, when he robes himself with human nature and comes as an infant in the manger, there can be no greater self-revelation. St. John of the Cross says, in giving us as he did his Son, who is one, his one and only word, he spoke to us once and for all. In this single word, he has no occasion to speak further. What does he communicate? He communicates himself. That's what Christianity claims is God desires to communicate Himself to us, to bring us into communion with Him. We can see this reflected in our own words. Every word that I speak, every word that you speak, is in some way reflective of ourself. It comes from us. But it's for us it's always partial and incomplete. It doesn't fully reveal us. I could sit here talking forever. And I still wouldn't be able to fully reveal myself to you. But when God speaks, He does so perfectly. He reveals Himself totally to us. When He speaks His Word, He speaks His entire self. So He comes as an infant. He comes as one like us. The Word goes forth says St. Thomas Aquinas, breathing love. God did not have to become man, brothers and sisters. 
And that is good news. Because he did. And if there's no need, there's only one thing which can motivate someone. If I don't need anything, then I can only be motivated by love. And that's precisely why God came. He did come in order to provoke us to love Him. To love Him not from some egotistical self-need on His side, but because He knows that's what's best for us. He humbles Himself so that through His poverty we might become rich. He takes on flesh and therefore becomes vulnerable to poverty, to hunger, to thirst, and to death. He doesn't force us to speak His language, but speaks our language and draws us up into His heavenly conversation. He draws us into learning with His own charity. That's fundamental to Christianity, brothers and sisters. See, it's, it's God moving out towards us. And if we recognize that God really does love us, it will change our lives. On the night of the Nativity, on this day of the Nativity, the defenseless love of God, His humility and His kindness come into view. He exposes Himself to us in the heart of the world as an infant in a manger. See, God didn't have to come. Remember that. And even if He had come, He didn't have to come in a manger. He didn't have to be born in a stable. He didn't have to be born in a cave. He could have come in any way. But He chose to come in this way because it moves us to love Him. In loving the Christ child, we love the God of the universe. We love the Word through whom all things came into being. We love the One whom we have turned away in sin and who pursues us relentlessly. Through things visible, we'll hear this in the preface, through things visible, we're caught up into the love of things invisible. Through the visible sign, the visible language of His body, right? we come to know how much He loves us and we're provoked to love Him in return. He wants nothing from you, brothers and sisters, except that you would love Him, that He might heal you and raise you to new life for Himself. For this is why the Son of Man, the Word became man and the Son of God became the Son of Man so that man, by entering into communion with the Word and thus receiving divine sonship, might become a son of God. Take courage, you who were lost. Jesus comes to seek and to save that which was lost. You who are sick, return to health. Christ comes to heal the contrite of heart with the unction of His mercy. Rejoice, you who desire great things. The Son of God comes down to you that He may make you co-heirs of His kingdom. Brothers and sisters, if you have been far from the Lord, 
if there are parts of your life that you have not let him into, do not be afraid to let him love you today. Do not be afraid to receive the Christ child into your arms. Look upon him. More upon, and more importantly, let him look upon you with love. He comes for you. He comes for me. Let your heart be melted by his gaze. Take delight as he smiles at you. Then let your heart respond with love. For he takes nothing and he gives everything. Oh, come, let us adore him.